All right, welcome. This is week five of Massive Momentum Bootcamp. Dan, Megan, and we are coming at you from Cabo, Mexico. Anybody want to see the ocean? Here we go. If you're listening to the podcast, you can't see it, but there we go. Just wanted to show you guys that. Excited to be here and do a little dreaming and yes. uh, come at you live from here. So yes, yes. Um, if you're what I'm saying is if you're listening to the podcast, you noticed last week um, it just kind of started right in the middle of summer Moran's because I forgot to hit record. You guys are supposed to remind me in the chat, right? You guys always <laughs> do that. Don't remember to hit record. Remember to hit record. <laughs> so anyway, let's get it going. It is time. I'm recording. We're live on Facebook. We um, are broadcasting. We're good to go. Welcome. Welcome. Say Happy hello, Saturday or whatever day you're doing the replay or listening. I'm excited that you're here. I always love to take just a second and say, why don't you just thank yourself for showing up and investing in you and your dreams? Because that is the start to something huge. We're going to talk about how you have to keep showing up and put that action in. But give yourself some credit for being here today, for showing up and uh, taking a deep breath because some of us always uh, face some resistance just to get to this uh, boot camp here, but you're here, you made it, and I'm believing there is some serious gold for you to receive today. So deep yep. breath, open up, open your hands, open your heart, get ready to receive. It's going to be good. Get up and move around a little bit. If you didn't get the blood flowing yet, get that blood flowing to your brain. If you're laying in your bed, get up, get out of bed. All right, we're going to get going. Uh, before we start, put in the chat what your biggest takeaway has been from all mm. four weeks so far. We're on week five, all four weeks of this boot camp. I've been hearing great, great things, but throw in the chat your biggest takeaway. The one thing, what's that one thing that has stood out or that it ha that you've done in your business or you just it, it's caused a shift, change the trajectory, whatever throw it in there i think i'm seeing one keyword yeah consistency <laughs> boom and when we started this that's one of the things we said when we when we outlined hey what do we want to accomplish through this boot camp it was to help people understand the importance of consistency and stay consistent during this season yeah we said this last week but this week right now is one of the most important weeks of the year this is the week we're not quite to christmas yet so you'll start to feel people disconnecting a little bit. This is the week for you to get those seeds in the ground, for you to layer those seeds, for you to start conversations, add people to the ATM groups, do, do your, your, your posting, do your follow-up, all that. This week is key. And then the week after Christmas, we talked about it last week, but it is go time starting December 26th. I asked somebody yesterday, Lee McFarland actually, who's on and was blowing up. 50 conversations a day right now consistently. And I said, hey man, what is the week after, uh, what was the week after Christmas look like for you? Cause that's that's the big week, man. You got some time set aside. And he's like, yep, I already got it marked off. I'm ready to go. So like everybody on here, if you want to take advantage of this season, you wanna see your business grow massively in 2021, what does right now with your mindset, with your calendar, with your family, your significant other, what does the week after Christmas look like for you? Mm -hmm. Is it just whatever? You've got it all blocked off on your calendar. You, I mean, what, what does it look like for you? What does it feel like? That's going to say a lot about how important 
your growth, your impact, your income is to you by the way you're thinking about that week right now. So that's my little rant to start. We are in for a treat today, and we're going to start off with the one and only Doug Wood Unplugged. Doug, welcome, my brother. How are you? What's up, dude, Megan? Uh, good to see you guys always, living that Cabo life. Uh, you look good. That sun, the sun-kissed uh, skin looks really, really good. Thank it's you. good to be here this morning, everybody. Uh, y'all, I wanted to share just a couple quick minutes with you uh, because I'm fired up, but I'm extremely fired up this morning. We've, had, uh, we've got a coaching retreat going on here at Break the Rakers the last couple of days. And I was at dinner last night down at the quarter, and Meredith asked me a question, and she said, Doug, what is the one thing that you feel like makes or breaks coaches either succeeding at Optavia or not? And I'm like, I don't think anyone ever fails at Optavia because it's impossible to fail at Optavia. But maybe sometimes why people don't. And I wanted to share this with you this morning because I've been on this the last couple of weeks and I've been just thinking, like, what have TNI done? Because I told somebody yesterday, you know, personally, my client support binders are a little bit messy like a lot messy sometimes. So they're like, are you like really good at client support? I'm like, no, you're really good at like acquisition. I'm like, nah, not really. What have you done? And I'm thinking, I'm thinking about that last night. And I'm here to tell you, I've done one thing well for 11 years and I've done it well and I've done it consistently. I've operated in my strengths, my strengths. And I'm going to ask you this morning to operate in your strengths. Sometimes we can get on boot camps like this and we hear the speakers and all of a sudden we want to we want to do client support like Janet and we want to do acquisition like Tiffany and we want to have passion like Dan and we want to be able to, you know, mind rock somebody like Corey and we want to be able to do, you know, reels like this person and what happens is is we 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 don't do anything well. We just kind of do it. And I want to share with you because we're 14 days out of an absolute wave of health hitting Optavia. Two weeks from today is Saturday the 26th, two days after Christmas, when literally every cobweb clears and people are like, I need to do something and I need to do something now. So I want to share with you, challenge you this morning. If you're new to our family and you're a new health coach, I want you to know I'm so glad you're here and operate in your strength. And if you don't know quite what that is, do something and do something well. I'm just gonna give you an example of people's strengths. If you do one thing well at Optavia and you do it consistently, your business and you will help so many people transform their health. So what are your strengths? Some of you are one, some of the best encouragers. You don't do much else, but you know how to encourage somebody. So what I would be doing today is I would be encouraging everybody you can absolutely think of, sending random text messages of kindness, saying, letting people know that they matter. You're thinking, Doug, is that that big a deal? It's a huge deal. Others of you are incredible at TikToks or Reels, okay? You operate in your strength, and others of you that are not, you're like, I can't quite figure this thing out. Well, do it or don't, but keep going, operating your strength. Some of you are the best at asking for referrals. Okay, keep asking for referrals and do it every day and do it consistently. Others of you are incredibly good at sharing your story, sharing your story with boldness. But what happens is we think, ah, oh, we do that all the time. No, people need to hear your story and they need to hear it again. They need to hear it tomorrow. They need to hear it the next day. They need to hear it the day after that. Do you get the point here? Stay with what you're good at. Others of you have 
incredible passion. You're going to ride this business out. You're going to build an integrated presidential director on passion. You may know all the, not, might not know all the details. You might know how, not know how the comp plan works. Your binders and client support might be an absolute disaster. But guess what? Nobody can apologize and nobody can make, mistake you for your passion. Others of you are incredible connectors. You just have this way of connecting. That's like my wife's strength. She can just connect people. And people are like, she just kind of like, and they're like, I don't even know what you do, but I kind of want to do it. I'm kind of into it. Stay connecting. Right now is the time to connect. Others of you know how to do your map well. Others of you are really utilizing Facebook and Instagram stories to build your business. What I want to challenge you with all the time, but the next two weeks is this world needs your strengths. They do not need my strength. My gosh, we do not need more Doug's. They need your strengths. And whatever that is, whatever you feel like, man, I'm, I'm, I'm okay at this. I want you to be the best at because you're already the best at it. You're just doing it slowly and a little, little bit, you know, a little bit taking your time. And as I wrap up here, Dan, I want to go outside because I was talking with some coaches yesterday here at this retreat. And we had the whiteboard out and we were talking about structural tension. And uh, let me make sure internet goes with me as I head out here on the patio. Am I there, Dan? Am I good? Test, test. Seeing the Zoom. We're good? All right. Yeah, yeah. All right. I like that. So, so I'm talking to this coach yesterday. And her current reality at, uh, at the end of November, she's a, she's a regional director. Her frontline volume was 7,841. She has three senior coaches on her team. She's like, Doug, I want to make seven grand by the end of January. So we sit there and started looking at her business. And I'm like, okay, have you ever ran 15K in frontline volume before? She's like, oh, yeah. I'm like, okay, we're going to do that. That's going to produce that income, almost five grand a month. And we've got to find two more senior coaches. But in order to find two more senior coaches, we've got to start five new health coaches between now and January 20th to make this happen. And what happened was, is we came up with three, four, five, six, seven, eight simple action steps. Pull a list of all inactive clients that have been a client of yours and push print. That's, that's a one-time action step. Let's see what another one is. Oh, do two health coach explorers a week between now and January 20th. Dan, what else is another list? List of 50 potential coaches. It baffles me how many people have a list of potential clients, but they don't have a list of potential coaches. I'm like, this stuff is very, very basic. Here's another simple action step. Four times a week, ask one person every other day if they would like to explore health coaching. You're like, Doug, what else is on the list? Um, uh, finding uh, past clients and starting conversations with past clients of the program. That's it. She's already going to be active on social media. And she's like, Doug, so you're telling me if I do these seven action steps for the next 48 days, I will be there and I will have started. I'm like, yes, because all I did was what Dan says is to reverse engineer. If I want this, it's very simple. It's just a matter of time. If I ask four people to explore, one of them is going to, or two of them is willing to. Okay. I'm going to have two health coach explorers a week of those four health coach explorers. Two of them is going to become a health coach. One of them will eventually become a senior. And so Dan, I just want to wrap up by saying what we're doing here, what you are doing here, all of us as coaches matters right now. And the next two weeks are so important. So I'm going to encourage you guys as we get into today, 
love on your family, love on your kids, take care of your marriages because that's what matters most. But after you change and you're making sure that your world inside your home is taken care of, there's a whole world out there that needs us. There's a whole world out there that needs us to be obsessed about our strengths, needs us to do our strength well. If you want to develop a new strength in 2021, then by all means, do it. And I'm working on those too. But I'm going to do what I do well, and I'm going to share my story, and I'm going to become unapologetic for my Optavia because the world needs us. Dan? I love that. I love that guy. <laughs> Thank you, Doug. So good. Um, I love the specific steps. And I was thinking as you were talking, and I love doing what you finding what you love to do and do more of it. Um, there's two ways. There's a lot of ways of approaching this business. Sorry, there's two main ones that we see. Um, one is yes, you want growth. Yes, you have the desire there, right? Is anybody in that in that boat right now? Like, like, you wouldn't be here or listening to this podcast or watching this replay if you did not want to grow this thing, right? There might be a few you're on here. You're just like, I just like to get fired up and I love the community. Totally cool. Nothing wrong with that. But for the most part, and I'm looking at all the yeses popping up in the chat, you, you have a strong desire. Okay, so we all got that. There's two different ways to approach this business though. And you guys have heard me use this example before. Before It's like if we're standing on the bottom of a building outside and we want to get to the 10th floor, that's what you desire. That's what's up there. And, and you can work on, is it strong enough? Is it compelling enough? There's work you can do about that desire, your why, all that. But the desire is there. You can see it. You can taste it. You can feel it. It's there. You know, it's real. You know, it's possible. But then the two ways that I see people approach this business is they just kind of think the want to is going to get them there. Like it's like standing out and looking up at that, up at that building and trying and, and, and trying to, trying to, um, you know, passion your way into it and, and trying to jump up and get to that. And that's like, you can't approach the next couple of weeks like that. Good. It is yeah. all about consistency structure and having a specific plan like Doug just showed those seven steps. If you want to get the most out of this, it's the same. As I say in the illustration, you go find the stairway because there's no elevator, right? One, one out of a 10,000 of you might accidentally find an elevator and shoot to the 10th floor. Do not count on that. Remember, we're taking luck out of the equation of this business. You are now taking control, okay? Find the stairwell. We've already we've shown you where the stairway is. Doug just showed a stairway on on that whiteboard. And then every day, take one step after another step after another step. So it's consistency. It's not just the want to, but like, what are you going to do tomorrow? What are you going to do on what day is it on Monday? What are you going to do next week every day? What are a few things you're going to do every day? What are a few things you're going to do every week? The week after Christmas, what is that specifically going to look like? I would propose to you if you have a strong want to, you, you're, you're committed to be consistent, but you don't have your plan laid out for you. You don't have those secondary commitments, those yeah. secondary actions that will support your primary goal, the steps, if you don't have that, 
you're going to miss it. You're going to be frustrated. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll have some little wins and that'll kind of keep you in the game. Like if you're a golfer, any golfers here, you know, and if, if, like I suck at golfing, <laughs> but I go out there and every once in a while I'll hit a killer freaking ball because I want to win. I enjoy the game. And I, I'm like, oh, it's like something inside of me is like, okay, I, I can hit this. And then the rest of the game sucks and it's frustrating. That's approaching your business from this point forward, and I love how Doug said, for 48 days, don't commit for the rest of your life. What are you gonna do the next 48 days? Because you'll get the little wins that'll keep you in the game, but when you do the daily consistent, all the steps, and you know what they are, you have them lined out. One of the biggest things, that's where the real wins come. That's where you reach those goals. That's where you get to that 10th floor. Mm-hmm. We're, we're gonna, you need to hold on to your, your uh, seats for the next 45 minutes because you are going to be empowered. You're going to be inspired. Your want to is going to go higher. You're going to have tools. But what won't happen is we're not going to give you your plan. The one thing that everybody on this Zoom, if you don't have it already, should be, yes, I'm going to should on you. Okay. You should be. You don't need to. I like Eric Hunsberg always. I go, oh, I need to. He goes, you don't need to do anything. If you want to get there, then that's how you get there. But you should have a list like that list that you just saw that Doug showed that gives you five to 10 specific action steps that you are going to commit to no matter what, come hell or high water, no excuses, quit giving yourself so much grace when you fail. I just made some people mad with that. They're like, what? Listen, and what I mean is, Sometimes we just know we've got grace waiting for ourselves if we fail and we don't feel the pain of breaking those commitments. You know what? Yeah, be frustrated with yourself when you break a commitment. It's not okay. It's not okay to break a commitment to your dream, to break a commitment to the actions you know are going to get to your dream. It is not okay. Don't look in the mirror when you do that and go, oh, it's okay. Is it? Is it okay? Sometimes I forget this is not real talk Tuesdays with our <laughs> FIBC. So if you're fairly new on here, I'm, I'm getting a little tense here, intense. So have grace for yourself. I'm going to balance that. But don't let yourself off the hook all the time, okay? And Kick yourself in the butt. Can you just not overthink it? Because I see so yes, many things in yes. the chat right now. They're like, oh, send me the picture of the, the board. No, it's and not like, that. No, it's, it's not, not that. that. Unless you're a new coach, like, and this is your first month of You know coaching, what to do. You, you want someone else to do. do it for you. Yeah, you're overthinking it. And that's what Doug was saying. was like, quit trying to think that, oh, if I do it Carol's way and Tiffany's way and, no. and Kia's way. No, no, just do the action every single day. Do it as you do it. Reach out to your people. Don't overthink it. And if you're going, well, what actions? No, then I'm losing it over here. <laughs> Start conversations every day. Make lists of prospective clients and coaches. Post on social media. Follow up. Do Facebook lives. Do <laughs> I mean this is it? Do health assessments. Do 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 all the things. Do coach explorers. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it's not guys. We all know the things to do. There's no <laughs> secret button or secret list we're going to give you that we're holding back and only giving to certain people. You know the actions. All right. Okay. I love you guys. I know I'm, I'm getting a little intense, so I'm going to hand it over. Speaking of getting intense and being bold and having confidence, the queen of confidence herself is going to come on and share. Um, yeah, is going to share with you 
one of the most important ingredients to blowing up your business. And she is the queen of this. Her business is massive. Her FQV, I think she runs like 200,000 FQV. She's in the 200K club. She's amazing. (laughs) Alicia Munden, take it away for a few minutes. You are killing me. You guys are killing me. 200K FUV. Yes, FQV. Yes. Now, listen, I was a hairdresser for 26 years. Okay. So I have been a little bit more bold and extra than I realized some of the people that, that I coach or, you know, that I, that is my clients. Uh, you know, I will tell you this. I was, I had a full book for 20 years. Uh, if any hairdressers are in the, you know, on, on the zoom, put in the chat, it takes a long time to build up a very stable business. When you're a hairdresser, I had a full business built in six years. I'm going to give you another disclaimer. I was not the best one in town, but I showed up. I was accommodating. I was relational relationships were my jam and relationships gave me boldness. I was able to share all the time with all the things. I was very, I had a very strong uh, boldness about my faith and about my family. So uh, those things I practice every single day. And so um, Tiffany, <laughs> Tiffany just thinks it's awesome that I can just like catch women at, in the bathroom and we can just chit chat about all the things. And so Tiffany and Andy uh, and some good friends, Misty and David, we all went to the national final rodeo this week. And so I started up a full on conversation in the bathroom Uh, with a woman she had a shirt on that i knew the designer and i was like listen that that shirt is fabulous you know just conversation starter i had zero intention of any kind of outcome without i didn't even get her name but that woman and i connected in that bathroom and tiffany was like she just shared her whole story um with this woman they went out they left me which was fine i had a great time um and then also too i want to tell y'all i have I've always been real bold about uh, about program. I've been I've, I've been a coach for two years. Um, gosh, time flies. And so in that two years, I have just planted so many seeds um, along the way. And about I don't know March, I had a class at church, and there was a couple in there. And this couple, uh, we were chit chatting and talking, and Justin and I got to share our story and. Um, and so this week, so now I've, I'm, I'm a CrossFitter now. I know we're, border, we're borderline cultures. So if I talk about it some, then I've learned a lot of life lessons in that gym. But um, she came into the gym. And so I looked at her and said, you look so familiar to me. I've not seen her since March. And I said, you look so familiar to me. And she said, oh, I'm not from here. I said, girl, I am all over the place. I'm telling you, I know you from somewhere. So we did the class and we, after the class, we got to chit chat. And I'd already overheard her tell another lady that she really hadn't made many connections in town. And I thought, you're going to be my friend. And so by the end of the class, she knew where she knew me from. And she said, now, did you lose all your weight here at CrossFit? And I said, no, ma'am. I said, I did a nutrition plan. Uh, I said, now this is, you know, this is a great thing for you to be a part of, but I'll tell you what, let's go grab coffee sometime this next week and let's connect and chit chat. I can share with you what I did, but you know, like I'll see you here tomorrow. And the next day that I saw her, she was lightened up and you could tell that that just that tiny sense of community was going to change her life. So being bold about your life to someone else's, you just never know how that is going to 
impact their day. So I'm going to tell you something confidence, though, it takes practice. Uh, you know, we're all going to stumble and we're all going to fall and you all better get back up because it produces grit and grit, I think, feeds confidence. And uh, I'm going to be very vulnerable and very honest here. Um, I was two clients away from being a global director for two months in a row. And I held back because guess what? I was scared to share on a Zoom because I didn't think I knew enough. And I was letting fear hold me back because I didn't know if I was going to stand up on a stage with Dr. A and get to receive an award. That's insane, y'all. Listen, I'm telling you what, fear and lies will creep in your mind and in your heart and will steal that confidence away from you if you do not pay attention to it. So I just have a few tips um, on how to just continue to build your confidence every single day. Cause this is a learned skill. I a hundred percent believe it's learned skill it comes with so many things. So listen, we've all said it 2000 million times. That's not even a number. Um, personal health, first and foremost, personal health will always build your confidence. Listen, and we're, we've all done the five and one. It works. There's confidence in that. It's the tools, but I want you to start thinking about maintenance. Y'all started transition and CrossFit in the same exact day. And you know what I call that, that phase of my life. It was the first day of the rest of my life. Okay. That was day one of the rest of my entire life. This is me. This is how I'm going to live. I'm going to lead myself. That's the first thing I want you to be, co be coachable in confidence. Now, listen, ask questions. How did you do that? Call your mentor team up, call another coach. How'd you do that? What'd you do? What'd you say? When did you do this? How did you do that? I mean, ask the questions. I promise you, well, I was going to say no question is a dumb question. That's not true, but ask it anyway. Who cares? Uh, you know, and let them teach, you know, no one can teach you to be confident and bold, but let them teach you what they did for you to gain confidence in those things. And so you can be totally coachable to win in situations that will develop that skill set. So in the gym, my coach tells me all the time, you know, pull up, um, you know, he says my, he can't teach my muscles to do it, but I have to do that. I have to put in the work, but he can give me step-by-step -step instructions to gain strengths, to get to where I want to be. And so wins build confidence. Do y'all know that you have control over a lot of wins in your life? I mean, you have complete control over it. Wins in your health, wins in your presentation, uh, wins in structure, wins in client support, you create wins that build confidence. And I'll tell you what, you start looking for those little wins because the lack of confidence, if you, if you suffer from a lack of confidence, you won't even be able to you can ask somebody what's working for you. And they're like, I don't know. I'm like, girl, you've lost hundred pounds. That's working for you. I mean, so build confidence uh, by, by repeating those wins to yourself. Another tip I have is personal development. Listen, team training is not going to give you all the personal development that you need every week. So I think it's so important to invest in yourself outside of your team training. Um, there's a lot of things that you can do that don't even count money, cost money if you're not in uh, the, the position to pay for that. Uh, you know, get imported to by a life group leader or a podcast or a life coach, just something that helps you gain confidence to your inner to pour out to other people. Because I'm telling you, you cannot pour out from an empty cup or empty confidence. Empty confidence. Want you to, to live intentional, no matter what the outcome was or is. Confidence 
comes with being intentional, having a plan, knowing what's surrounding you, making connections, looking for boldness to share. You have to look for it. Um, church, grocery store, baseball, basketball games, coffee shop. Um, listen, I refuse to check myself out at the grocery store. You know why? Because there's a human being back behind there and you can make connections with that checker. I one time had a checker that I was able to make connected connect with. And I asked her, I said, how's your day? She said, girl, it's great. I go, well, God, you got to tell me. And she said, listen, my granddaughter is graduating in the top 8% of her class. She is the first person to graduate from high school in our family and the first person to go to college. Praise. Yes, ma'am. I'm going to celebrate with you. That is amazing. And then I'm going to tell you one other story and I'm going to make it fast. Get uncomfortable. Okay, this was a massive shift for me just in July. I came home from doing hair, and you know what you should do if you're a health coach? You should go to the gym five times a week, six times a week. You should do all these things. And so I made an intentional shift to get uncomfortable, sort of. I wasn't intentional, I guess, to get uncomfortable, but I knew I was going to be uncomfortable going five times a week. And so, um, I, I hit a wall about the second week into my uh, commitment of going five and on day three, I looked at my coach who is sweet and is very, a very, a very awesome coach. She is a great coach. And I said, why is this so hard? I was on the fourth round of, of a five. I thought I was going to die. Clearly I did not. And I, I said, why is this so hard? And she looked at me and she said, girl, you've done hard things. Story. you've told me so much. You've done so many hard things. She said, you're uncomfortable. You don't like being uncomfortable. So if you're tapped out, you can stop. I'm like, oh, heck no. Uh-uh. So I finished. I left the gym crying and I came home and I sat in front of a mirror and I looked at myself and I said, this right here, you're breaking the cycle. You've done this your whole life. You get uncomfortable and you shut down and you quit. No more. I've been there six days, five to six days a week ever since. And I'm gaining wins in that gym. So thank you guys for letting me share. I hope that those tips help you gain some confidence. And um, I'm so excited. And I am so fired up this morning. Alicia, I love that. There was so much gold in that. Um, And I, I love that, you know, there's a misconception out there that people think, oh, they're born with confidence or they, they just, they're confident person. They don't understand. I'm insecure. I got this. No, (laughs) we're all insecure people who have made specific intentional choices to build confidence in us and to choose to make some serious mindset shifts so that we can believe in ourselves and continue to pour, um, you know, the confidence within so that it can overflow from outside of us. And that was so powerful. Thank you for getting uncomfortable and for pushing through and for leading yourself because the ripple effect of the people that you're impacting, I mean, and you're just getting started. So I love that. Um, I hope all of you found that same inspiration to challenge yourself and say, nope, I got to get uncomfortable. How about I quit shaming on myself and picking on myself and I start actually celebrating and honoring what I have accomplished, right? Mm. To build that confidence, to focus on those wins. That was amazing. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I love that. And when we have a passion, a heart for people and they are our focus, we take our eyes off of ourselves 
right? And, in, and we, when we're at the rodeo or we're at Walmart or we're, you know, walking down the street, like instead of being worried about how we look and how we feel and how we might come across, we're actually more concerned about that person and their need for connection, their need for community. And so we are willing to get uncomfortable and get outside of ourselves and we can get bold with what we have because we know it's changed our life. So I love that. And I'm excited to introduce to you someone else who is who is bold about this gift, who's bold about living uh, this out, who consistently brings value to uh, every community that, that he is in. And so um, welcome the one and only Corey Baker. Hey guys, it is so awesome to be with you here this, uh, this morning. And Alicia, that was just amazing. You inspired me a lot this morning. And uh, I really needed to hear a lot of what you said about um, getting uncomfortable and quitting when that happens and just appreciate you a lot. Thank you. Um, I gotta be honest with you guys. I'm tired. I'm tired. I drove uh, for 15 hours yesterday and uh, going to Florida, my kids and my wife fly in today. Uh, and we're going to go to Disney for a couple of days and then uh, go down to our house in Florida for a little while. But uh, today they're actually coming in tonight. And so I am going to Disney World alone by myself today just because. And so it's interesting that I'm, I'm talking to you. See, I got my Star Wars shirt on right now because you can't go to Disney unless you're wearing a shirt. So I'm going to be that dude walking around Disney alone. So I'm tired. I'm alone. And I want to talk about how we can awaken those in this world and in our businesses and in our client pages and all these things, because I feel like um, there's just a lot of people right now that feel that way. And so here's the, here's the reference. I thought earlier this week when I was having a conversation with someone, you ever seen the movie Passengers? Passengers is this movie and it's this guy named Chris, or there's this guy, uh, Chris Pratt, his actor, and they are on this ship, right? They're on this ship going to a new planet to help the species survive. And it's like a hundred years away. And so they get put in these sleep pods. Well, Chris Pratt's sleep pod malfunctions. And so he's weak, but he's all alone. And for the first part of the movie, he's walking around, and he's enjoying this crazy, awesome ship where you can get free food and there's a pool and there's this like robot bartender and you get all the things, but you're alone. And so what does he do in order to not be alone? He forces awake another person so that he's no longer alone. Jennifer Lawrence's character, and she ends up finding out that uh, he um, made her wake up when before she was supposed to and obviously that she had to kind of process that but here's the key right and this is what i want to talk about we can be so guilty sometimes of trying to force people to right because here's the truth it, when, when you force people to wake up that aren't ready to wake up you become desperate now here's what i will tell you if you are someone and it's just this time of year it's december Holiday blues. Maybe some of your conversations or your people reaching out about programs seems a little bit quiet. If you're frustrated, if you're overwhelmed, if you're discouraged, I'm going to tell you why that is. It's because you feel alone. You ever realize that in the moments in our life we feel 
most frustrated is when we are in isolation and we feel the most alive in community. We feel the most frustrated when we're alone and we feel the most alive in community. And I will tell you this, there is nothing that is more frustrating than trying to wake somebody up that's fast asleep. And so what do you try to do, right? You, you try when someone's asleep and you want them to be awake, you try to jolt them. And if you try to jolt somebody and wake them up before they are ready to wake up, that's not a good idea, right? There, there is this, and we can do that, like not just in a physical sense, but with our team, like sometimes we just, we just want to shake people. We just want to, we want them to feel because we have so much going on inside. So how do I do that then? You're telling me it's not a good idea. Fine, I'm with you. How do I wake someone that's fast asleep? First of all, let's talk about why they're asleep in the first place. Why do people sleep? They're tired. You know what our world is suffering from? Like we're this is crazy, you know, we've got the, the virus and there's masks and there's all these things. I think the disease that our world suffers from the most is a disease called can't do this-itis. Can't do this. I can't do this business. I can't do this program. I can't reach this rank. I can't make this income. Our world suffers from a very, very bad disease called can't do this-itis. And so they sleep because they have given up hope and accepted the reality of their fate. Because, I don't know if you realize this, when you sleep, it doesn't hurt as bad. I have a, we have a coach in our team, Leah, who's awesome, and she's growing a great business and massive frontline volume and just started, so she's just bringing on coaches, and she's, you know, wanting to just be free, and so she's learning how to skate and she's like teaching yourself to skate. And I use this analogy with her the other day and I will um, use it with you today. I said, Leah, here's this cool thing. Like you're out there and you're on this like rink and you're skating and you're free and you're alive and you're awake. But here's the problem. You are skating alone. You're skating alone. And it's great to be free. It's great to be alive. It's great to feel like there's just something inside you that you feel different than you've ever felt before, but you're skating alone. And it is hard and overwhelming. And we, we blame ourselves as to why that is. So I will tell you this, like if you're in a place where you're trying to figure out how to help other people wake up, there is nothing that helps and encourages people to wake up more than other people waking up. One person skating in a rink will not make me want to go join them. A rink full of people makes me want to join them because there's part of me that's like, maybe I could do that. And I'm missing out on something, right? You know, you ever realize that when we start talking a lot about our dreams that we have, that they're selfish. And can I tell you something? It's okay to be selfish. I want you to think about this. The things that you want, you know, Megan, when she talks about, wouldn't it be cool if, how many of those things on your wouldn't it be cool if list revolve around you and things that you want for you? It's not a bad thing. Just don't become that person that finds everything that you've ever wanted, but you're sad because you realize that you're awake all alone. 
you know, uh, Megan, again, she talks about this. Wouldn't it be cool if, and I did that, you know what I, I did this. I did this. Wouldn't it be cool if thing I started writing down, wouldn't it be cool if, wouldn't it be cool if, wouldn't it be cool if, and I started writing all these things that I wanted until I realized that everything on that list had to do with me. And so I started to make a wouldn't it be cool if list saying, wouldn't it be cool if they became a coach? Wouldn't it be cool if they didn't have a house payment? I've been putting so much freaking effort into me not having a house payment. What if I could help them not have a house payment? So how do I wake people? You stop begging the ones that aren't ready to wake up thinking that it's your fault that you can't inspire them. And you start frantically searching for the ones that are tired of being asleep and are ready to do something about it. And I can promise you they're out there. And you know how I know that because you were once asleep too and now look at you. You know, Dan Bell says this all the time. And he says, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make them drink, but you can salt their oats. And I will add to that by saying you can't someone that has chosen to stay asleep, but you can inspire them to dream. And the dream is what will awaken them. You know what I've had to learn? I've had to learn how to quit being in a hurry to tell everyone how awesome I am and spend more time helping people discover how awesome they are. Because here's the truth, and I'm almost done. You know why most people are sleeping right now? Because they feel like they suck. That coach that you're frustrated with, that client that won't return your calls, that fence sitter that's been sitting there for years, that person that has ghosted your call, I am telling you, they probably don't like themselves very much. You listen to Dan talk about his story, about what made him get started on programs 60 years ago, and there's a picture that he saw where he said, I don't like what I see. I'm learning that empathy and compassion are more awakening than forced motivation. And here's what we do. We learn to awaken ourselves and only then can we inspire others to awaken because you will inspire nobody if you're asleep. So wake up and be free and inspire, and inspire others to do the same. This isn't complicated. That's all I got. Dang, man. That, that was right there. If there was a secret to this whole business... <laughs> that was it yeah it's not about our goals it's not our job on here is to help other people reach their goals and their dreams how many people right now are dreaming that they were in better shape that they could lose some weight that they would be around long enough to walk their daughters down the aisle that's their dreams that's what we do we make other people's dreams come true Corey, absolutely freaking brilliant man not that i'm surprised but thank you for that that uh, that I, I think um a lot of people's lives right now that are on this call were just massively changed by that so thank you Corey, for for giving part of your alone day at disney um <laughs> to share on boot camp Good stuff, man. Awesome. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna jump right in. We have one last person, um, and yeah, we saved the best for last. Here's the deal. 
boldness, confidence, awakening others, helping other people's dreams come true, structure, all, all this stuff we're talking about, you know, getting your plan. Mike Tyson said, everybody has a plan until you get punched in the face. <laughs> all right. Okay. That's this business. Okay. There's a, but you got to have the plan. At the end of the day, you're going to face obstacles. You're going, you cannot get around it. Some, some of us just freak out when we hit an obstacle or we hit, or we get discouraged or we have a bad day or, 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 and can I encourage you? You can have your feelings, but stop rating your days. Stop rating your days. Today's a good day. Today's a bad day. Today's a this day. It's a day guys. And you're alive and you're breathing and you're up and you're, you're you get to build this business and impact people and love on your kids and your yeah. spouse and it's a day, but there will be bad days. <laughs> there will be obstacles. There will be walls that you hit. I always say this, building this business, what we do as business coaches with coaches, we help them bust through the obstacles that they come up against. That's what we do. If you're a business coach who's been doing this for any amount of time and you've got a, a team that you're helping, isn't that what you do? You're on Zooms constantly. How can I help them get through that discouragement, get through that disappointment, get past this obstacle? They can't figure out how to do this. The journey from where you are to where you want to be is obstacle after obstacle after yeah. obstacle. The coaches who win are the ones that learn not to be afraid of the obstacles, but to embrace them as the building blocks for the next step. That's, That's this whole business, right? We embrace obstacles as the way. That is your stairway that I'm always talking about. So. Speaking of, we've asked Eric Robbins, who's, I know you guys have heard from him before, amazing leader. Just, I was just bragging on him to um, one of the guys at corporate the other day. Um, incredible leader. Love how he and Sheree take care of their team. Uh, just intuitively gets it. Um, but he's not such a great leader that he's afraid of actually digging down in and doing the work. But he's going to talk about, just for the last few minutes, of this Zoom, so don't go anywhere, um, about staying in the game, overcoming the obstacles that every one of us are gonna face. Eric, take it away, brother. All right, hey, good to see you, Dan. I wore my Dan shirt. There it is, right? That's what we're here for. Hey, listen, I'm honored to be here today. Uh, I gotta be honest, I'm pretty jacked up because here's why. Some of you, and you'll know who you are, it's not everybody, but it's some of us, some of us on here are about to crawl out of a hole that we've been sitting in and feeling stuck in for a long stinking time. And for the next few minutes, I wanna to talk to you about staying in the game and overcoming obstacles and defeat. And here's the first thing that I think somebody, maybe it's just one person, if it's you, then, then I'm gonna say it for you. Some of us need to quit, quit treating obstacles as if they are defeats. That's the first little lesson that I'm, I'm grabbing in my own life. An obstacle is not a defeat. So get that real quick. Some of us just roll over. And, and so we're going to talk about that in a few minutes. Now, if you were at Awaken last February, I want you to put a WS in the chat or in the comments or the messenger area, whatever you're on right now. If you were at Awaken last February, put a WS in the chat. And those of you that were there, you know what the WS stands for, don't you? Charlie Rocket had everybody running till four corners of the country shouting, I'm on a winning streak, right? That, however, was back in February. But I'm going to bet that many of us on here today 
aren't feeling we're on a winning streak. We aren't feeling so winny right now. We aren't feeling so great right now. Matter of fact, we'd want to go back in time to that place and have that ultra feeling of, man, I'm going to do this. And then crap happened. In fact, let's be honest as a big family here today, because that's what we are, right? We're a big family. That, that's one of the key pieces that makes us different. How many of you are feeling some defeat or constant obstacles in your life right now? Put a one in the chat. Put a one in the chat. You know what? I'm going to put a one in the chat myself because it happens, doesn't it? There it is. I just put my own one in the chat. Okay? Sucks, doesn't it? It sucks. Why does it suck? Because let's be honest, guys. We like to win. We like to feel success. We like to have those goals happen. We like to, 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 to run with Megan's heart and say, you know what? These dreams are coming true. We'd like to win. Now, how many of you on the flip side have had that season with your OV coaching career? And it was like this, man, you're scoring. You were winning. You were getting on base over and over again, no matter what the OV business or a client or your coaching group or life threw at you. It was just crack, base it, crack, double, crack, triple, crack, homer, homer, homer. Man, you've had those seasons. How many of you have been there before? Put a 10 in the chat. If you've had that season, you remember it well. One win after the other. You know what's interesting? One thing I've noticed about defeat, and maybe this is you as well, when does it hurt the worst? It hurts the worst when you've been on a run of victories, a winning streak, right? Those defeats hurt the worst when, when we've had a series of wins racked up. Let's be honest, your football team is 9-0, and then they lose? It hurts a lot worse than if they were 6-3, and three and lost for the fourth time, right? Let's shoot it straight. It hurts the worst when we've been on a winning streak and then boom. Now, what's funny about winning streaks is that when I have a defeat after I've gone on an 11 and 0 run and then I lose, it usually happens for one of three reasons. I want you to think about this with your Optavia business. I want you to think about the people whose lives you're changing. I want you to think about the family trees that you are literally changing. Ancestry.com is going to be a different software vehicle in 50 years because of this community right here. They're going to be going, oh my gosh, the, the length of years lived is extending on our averages. What's going on? Optavia, that's what's going on. But here's the re one of three reasons of when I lose and when I get defeated, it's for one of three. Here it is. Number one. I lose to a team I shouldn't. Some of us, we're defeated or we have an obstacle before us that we're letting beat us. It shouldn't beat us. Second reason, it's because I did something totally stupid that I normally don't and I know better. Anybody been there before? You ever watched the football team just go on a big streak and then all of a sudden, they do something just stupid and you're like, are you freaking kidding me? That's why you lost. Or it's the third reason. This is a big one. And some of you need to hear this. 
We all need to hear this, myself included. Where's my mirror? Eric, you need to hear this because I lost because I forgot the fundamentals that got me on the winning streak in the first place. So here's the deal. I live in the Rocky Mountains in the uh, Northwest Montana area next to Glacier National Park, but I'm originally from the epic wrestling state of Iowa. Go Hawkeyes, even go Cyclones, go home team. And I come from a family history with some really great wrestlers. In fact, you ready for this? My uncle Mike was ranked number two all four years of high school. Never number one. He was always number two for four years in a row. Why? Because number one was held for all four years, same years, freshmen, sophomore, junior, seniors. They ran side by side, different high schools. It was held by a guy named Dan Gable. Dan Gable, number one. Mike Hawkins, number two. To this day, they are great friends, and my family still sends me pictures of the two of them from the NCAA wrestling championships they go to. They see each other. They wrap their arms around each other and do bear hugs. So I, I come from that Iowa history of wrestling. Now, a few days ago, Dan Gable, the most infamous wrestler in the history of our country, received the highest honor a civilian can get. Epic day for wrestling the Presidential Medal of Freedom given to him in the White House. Now, here's what's cool. This is where you and I come in. Little did Dan Gable know that he would inspire a couple thousand Optavia coaches this morning. You see, let me tell you, Dan Gable, he was on a winning streak. He went through high school, beating my uncle along the way, mind you, and then college, wrapping up 181 wins in a row. Not one loss. 181 wins. How many of you would love to have 181 Optavia coaching wins in a row? Come on. He got all the way to the final match of his college career, 181 in a row, and the last match of his entire school career, and something monumental happened. And catch this, for the first time, he assumed for the first time, he assumed the last match of his entire school career. But I'm going to let him tell the story in an interview the day that he got the medal on Tuesday from the president. And I'm going to share my screen real quick here with you. Well, I mean, growing up in an area that was just rich with wrestling tradition, everyone thought Dan Gable was bigger than life. I was like Paul Bunyan. You never lost, but you actually did lose one time. And I thought to myself, you lost the last match of your NCAA career. You were 117 and one. How did you lose? Well, I won 64 in high school in a row undefeated there. Then I won 117 in a row. And then I had one match to go and I started doing interviews. I mean, I got this award yesterday so I can do interviews now. And I thought I could probably do all the extras and still win. But I'm telling you, when you let your guard down, you're vulnerable. And that was me. And I guess that's the only thing that you learned from that loss? 
Oh, did I learn? Uh, I went on to coach for 25 years. Well, I went on to win Russell for two more years, went on to win the Worlds and the Olympic Games. And and uh, the guy that beat me was Larry Owings out of the University of Washington. And he was only a sophomore and he didn't win again as much. He kind of lost his focus afterwards. But then I gained my focus and I realized that I was a great wrestler, but I needed and needed more than I had in, in terms of these skills. And so I worked on skills of the sport the last two years beyond and still stayed tough. And all of a sudden, I was a much better wrestler. I think I improved more than those in those two years after lost than I did in my whole wrestling career. And out of everything you've done as a wrestler, it might be more yes. impressive what you did as a coach. I can imagine the lives you affected. What are you most proud of? I'm most proud of somebody getting their hand raised. And then if I don't like the kid because he gave me a, he gave me a lot of problems, I look up in the stands and I see their family and I like them because they're going crazy. So it's, it's that attitude that uh, uh, the people in the stands that are having a great time that I really hooked on to, and that gave me a lot of motivation. So, Dan, I used to watch you on the other side of the mat as a wrestler. You, you would be sweating as a coach. I mean, you couldn't sit still. You were moving all around. So it was harder to watch someone else wrestle. It seemed to me you were so cool as a wrestler. As a coach, you were a maniac. I, I couldn't control myself as a coach as compared to an, as an athlete. I don't think I ever jumped for joy as an athlete, even though my hand was raised in the world, in the Olympics. Yeah. Uh, and they, people put me up on their shoulders and I said, put me down. You know, I, I knew I was going to win this match or, you know, I should have won this match. So, you know, I'm, and plus I'm exhausted. But at, at the same time, when you're cheering on somebody, when you're coaching somebody, it's out of your control. And so sometimes you go out of control. Right. So. Wow. Is anybody else grabbing some truths from that? Hopefully that came through clear. I can't really see it on your end. Give me a thumbs up if that the hit some, something hit home there. You see the deals. I wrap this up. Dan Gable banked on a series of wins to carry him through. And then he lost. In fact, he banked on a run of previous wins that he would keep winning, actually. He assumed he would. And notice that he mentioned something that really hits home with many of us here today, guys. Let's just be honest. Some of us treat obstacles as if they are the defeat, but here's the truth. He got distracted with something that literally didn't matter. You know what that, you know what that something was? Success in other people's eyes. Can I tell you, who cares if you're successful in anyone else's eyes? Who cares if you're not successful in your own eyes? You know, the best part of that interview, he became a much better wrestler after he lost. He became a much better wrestler after the loss. And, and that loss not only made him a better wrestler in the frontline game and then taking home the gold in the Olympics, not having one point scored on him in the Olympics all the way through, first time in history, it made him an epic coach to others one day. Catch this. You ready? This is what I'm ending with. Your losses now will make you a better coach and a better coach of coaches for people that are going to be in your sphere of influence later. So to Lee McFarland, to Dan Valentine, to Doug Wood, I say on behalf of everybody here today, thank you for losing.
along the way. I'm not going to say thank you for being losers because you're all my heroes, but thank you for losing. You know why? Because your loss made me better. Your loss three years ago made me better today. Your loss 10 years ago made you better today. Hear this, people. Some of you right now are losing. You need to crawl out of the hole, not for yourself, but because of the people you're going to impact later. They're going to tell you, thank you for losing and learning from that and becoming better after that so that then you could help me become better and not have to repeat the same mistakes and also encourage me when I do. So don't see your obstacles as defeats. See them as a chance to make other people better in the future. Thanks, guys. Dang, man. I am fired up. I think we just all got called losers, but um, that was great, Eric. Amazing. I, I, I think I'm going to make an executive decision. We're going to do another hour of boot camp right after this one because I can't just end this thing right now. No, that was awesome, man. And I think about it, you know, um, with our business, if our business is is happens to be ahead of yours, all that means is that we have endured more no's than you have. Not yeah. yet, not yeah. now's. We have, I guarantee you, whoever's business is further ahead has been able to endure more no's. And I love that, Eric. Crawl out of the freaking hole. Somebody else needs you to. I love that. Yep. Any last words, babe? Um, no, I just have an extra action step I want to add once we get there. Okay. Well, let's go let's to the it. action steps let's then. Do it. All right. Biggest takeaway in the chat. And hey, shout out to uh, the crew at uh, Doug and Tia Woods House watching. Uh, someone sent me a picture of all y'all watching the big screen participating in boot camp here. So just wanted to shout out to you guys. Um, biggest, Put your biggest takeaway in the uh, chat, everybody, as we end. If you're listening on the podcast, text your biggest takeaway to your mentorship team. Okay, text your biggest uh, takeaway to your mentorship team. Um all right, action steps. Let me share my screen and we're going to get y'all out of here. And we're going to get to the beach. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not trying spa. to make you guys jealous. Or the spa. You got spa today? Yeah. Oh, all right. I'm hanging out by the pool by myself all day, I guess. All right, here we go. Week five actions. As you can see, this, this, um, the mantle of actions is going to you in your court. We're not going to lay out, do this, do that every single day. It's what we talked about, create, Doug started us out with this, create your own action list that you're gonna follow. I put 48 days, maybe it's 48 days, maybe it's 30 days, maybe it's the rest of December, whatever, pick a time, create your action list that you're gonna do and then commit to it and stick to it, okay? Number two, I just said it, execute on that plan. It's that simple. And then last bonus, except Megan has a bonus bonus. <laughs> Next week, all I'm gonna say is this, you wanna show up, for the boot camp finale, you want to invite somebody with you, a coach on your team, uh, your mentor, if they're not showing up, um, a friend, whatever. I'm just telling you, next week's boot camp is going to be, I'm just going to say it now, it's its going to be the best boot camp in the history of boot camps. I'm telling you, I'm I'm excited about who's who's speaking and the just, just everything is going to launch you into 2021. So show up next week. All right, Meg, what's the uh, bonus action step? The bonus action step. So I thought about this um, just a few minutes ago, uh, probably like with the seeds that Alicia planted in me, but we went to a high level um, business mastermind. Uh, we've done a few events throughout the last couple of years. And I, at one of these things, um, they had at least, I know maybe it was a women's one I went to, I don't know, but they had us make our, um, our badass list. Okay. My version, I'll call it 
the why I'm awesome list. Okay. <laughs> but this is something that's going to build massive confidence for you. Okay. So if you haven't done an exercise like this, it's actually really powerful that you take time out this week to really sit down and to write down the things that the choices you've made, the decisions, the sacrifices, the wins that have made you who you are today. And it's what makes you awesome. It's what makes you um, amazing at what you are doing today, right? When I look back and I think about the choices that I made, when I took my own path instead of the path that everyone had laid out for me, um, when I broke off um, an engagement because God knew I had this guy, like, right? Um, but I had to make some brave choices along the way. When I said yes to some opportunities that were really scary, that made me brave. When I wrote my book, when I, you know, whatever it is, created this, this team over here, like whatever it is for you, uh, it could be like, Hey, I, I birthed three children. Are you kidding me? Yes. I can face this obstacle today. I come on. Like sometimes we just need to remind ourselves what we've accomplished and kind of go, man, why are you listening to those voices that tell you you are not enough? Look at all that you've done to prove to yourself and to the world. You don't, Stop proving. You are amazing. Step into that every single day. So that is my extra bonus bonus is, is the why oh, I'm yeah. awesome list. Um, and, and sit down and write those things down. Take time out to build that confidence in you and put that somewhere as a reminder on the days that you are feeling like, you don't have what it takes. What you're doing isn't working. Comparison hits, you know, and, and there's all this stuff. No, no, no. I am awesome. And I can create whatever it is that I desire. My dreams matter. My voice matters. My story matters. And I'm not going to let that other stuff get in the way. I love that. That's awesome. I do need, if there's any kids in the room, I want to apologize for Megan's <laughs> language. Um, we're, we're really working with her on that. So mm -hmm. y'all know both of us and I, that is not me. Okay. If you had to place a bet on which one of us was going to say badass during this Zoom, <laughs> I, I, all of you would have lost. I would have lost. <laughs> all right. Love you guys. See you, see you back here next week. <laughs> Later. <laughs>